Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like you. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Hey everyone, I am really happy to bring you this bonus episode of Switchcraft. Today I am giving you my Forma 8 review. Uh, I was lucky enough to be given a review copy of this game by Mixed Bag Games, and I just want to tell you guys my experience with it so far. Uh, So the game is a side-scrolling adventure game. A lot of people are calling it a Metroidvania-style game, but I really don't feel that that really suits the the gameplay style. I'd just call it more of an adventure game. Uh, You play as this little tiny metal probe, uh, you've been separated from your friends. This would make like the perfect um, Pixar short at the beginning of a Pixar movie. You know how they do those shorts? It would be really cool uh, if they did one with this little character. He has he has expression in his uh, eyes, as it were. Um, you have become separated from your friends, and as you navigate this labyrinthian world... Um, you have to find some of your fallen comrades along the way and get some powers from them. The The game is very, very dark. Not like, um, I, I don't mean oppressive. I mean, the game is a uh, very dark palette. And we'll talk about that in just a second. Let's talk about the controls first, though. The controls are very odd. Your your probe has momentum, and a small push on the joy the Joy-Con, the joystick. Sorry, that um, can send you actually quite a long way. And as you are sliding one direction, if you push in the other direction, it takes a bit of time for you to slow down because of the inertia that you have. It's really cool, and at first it feels a little difficult to control, but you get the hang of it quite quickly. You never stop thinking, however, that you'd like to be able to turn just a little bit quicker. I almost feel like if the developers had added a boost button. Now, again, I haven't completely finished the game. I'm about halfway through. I think I'm about halfway through. Uh, But if the developers had added a boost button, uh, that would really have changed things for me. The game moves very, very slowly, and that's not a bad thing. Um, But it almost feels like it's a way for them to stretch the game out. I could be wrong about that, though. Uh, Anyway, you do feel like you're moving through a liquid. Uh, That is until you actually start moving through actual liquids and you really move much slower. So much slower that once you leave a liquid and you go back into the open air, you're like, man, I feel like a bullet moving through here so much faster. But... In actuality, you're moving very slowly. And I think that has to do... I mean, I said that I thought that that was a way for them to slow the game down a little bit. But it also might have to do 
with the overall tone of the game. The overall tone of the game is a very slow, relaxed, very chill tone that's not very fast-paced or exciting. That's not to say that it's not fun, because it certainly is fun, but it's a very slow pace, a very chill game. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the abilities. So as you go through um, these caverns, you'll come across some of your fallen friends, and you will pick up some of their weapons. Now, uh, you can get a shockwave, which you eventually, you, you start out by hitting a button, and that activates things or blows things up. And you can also pick up a bomb. And that right there, those two abilities really encompass what's going on with the combat in the game. Because what you'll end up doing is you'll drop a bomb, which will sit there, and it'll blow up after a couple seconds, but then you can hit that bomb with a shockwave. Uh, and if you drop the bomb and you start to move around, a little line will be drawn as if it was a line draw, a straight line drawn from you to the bomb and through it. And that's basically your little aiming reticle so that you know where is this bomb going to go if I hit the shockwave now. Well, you also have to keep in mind that if you move too far away, your shockwave won't hit the bomb. And this makes this makes combat a little bit frustrating. But still, I feel like once you get the hang of it, uh, it's going to become second nature. Um, so basically, that's what you do. You uh, will drop a, a bomb and then use a shockwave to knock it towards somebody. And there'll be these enemies that are f- buzzing around, and you'll, you'll fight them for quite a while trying to hit them with a bomb or a shockwave. Most things that you run into, most, will take two shockwaves or one bomb to kill. Um, so if things get too close to you, you can use a shockwave to knock them away, which will give you a little more time to put some distance between you and the enemy so that you can pull off a bomb shockwave combo. The art direction of the game is really fantastic. It's it's extraordinarily minimalistic. A um, lot of very dark, muted colors. Uh, it really makes the game feel pretty unique. I guess the the closest thing that I would say in art style would be to Limbo, uh, which is a favorite of mine. I really like the <laughs> the probe has eyes, and the eyes are like flashlights. And there's almost a haze, a circular haze around the flashlights in the front or the eyes that tell you which way you're looking. And it almost gives the the game like this 3D effect, or at least the probe. It lets you feel like you can go, you could even fly right out of the screen at you, but you can't. Uh, it's really weird. I noticed it when I was streaming it one day, and I think that it's, I, I really like the look of the game. Uh, I definitely recommend playing this game with the lights off to get a really good feel for the differences in the darkness because there are so many different gradations of almost black that you can see. And if your room is too bright, you're not going to notice these things right off. So this is a game I definitely say play this in the dark. Um, The sound design uh, is also, it's understated, it's minimal. Uh, the music is very, very atmospheric, although it does tend to ramp up a bit during boss fights. Uh, it's definitely a game that you want to play with headphones on. It's it's a very subtle uh, music, uh, but absolutely an immersive music or soundtrack. Sorry. The sound effects 
Uh, they feel like they're coming from a really long way away. Everything sounds like a dull thud. Either either the sound effects feel like they're coming from long away, or they feel like you are hearing something from underwater. Very, very subdued, dull thuds. And there's a lot of different dull thuds. Like the, the sound of your bomb being dropped sounds very different from the sound of the shockwave going off. Sounds very different from the 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 clang of the metal body of the probe bouncing off the walls because you're not good at driving through these jagged caverns. The whole world feels like it is crawling with these really weird organisms that they want to take you out. They want to attack anything that comes by and you are going to get hit by them a lot uh, and they will take out big chunks of your life. But luckily, uh, if you kill them, you will get these little sparkly energy things that you can pick up. You can you can even find like crystals growing on the side of the walls that you can go over and blow up. They're sharp though, so if you get too close, they'll hurt you. But if you blow them up, then you can pick up the energy and fill up your HP bar again. So it feels like there's a very good balance between how much damage you take and how easy it is to refill your um, health. One thing that I noticed when I was playing that kind of drove me crazy is that when you get killed, you don't come back at full health. You come back hurt a little bit, and you got to go and find some more health, or you just got to get better one way or the other. I'm not sure if that is a good choice on the developer's part or a bad choice. I found it to be a little bit frustrating. The boss fights, uh, they feel more like puzzles than fights. Uh, I had a lot of fun with the bosses that I fought so far. And I, I don't want to spoil anything for them. I think that they're cool. And I think that the bosses are also well-designed. Uh, the map, I have to say, this is this is the one part of the game that I feel like the developers really dropped the ball. Um, it, the map is terrible. It, the, the map really hurts the game. There's almost no detail. Everything looks like uh, just boxes with a couple of uh, paths going off the side. And it would be so much better if we had an actual map that showed things I could zoom in and out to see it. Or, you know, the right stick isn't used for anything. Just let me stop. Don't even have a map. Just let me stop moving and pull that right stick out to zoom out and push that right stick back in to zoom in and let me zoom out far enough to see everything in the zone that I'm in. And I think that would have really made this game much better and easier to navigate because there's many times where you get lost because a lot of things in the game look very, very similar, both in color and um, formation, I guess is one way to say it. Uh, so understanding where you are in the game can be very difficult, and a better map system would have fixed that, I think. Um, overall, I think that this game is perfect for a laid-back gameplay style. There are going to be times when you're not sure what to do, and there's going to be times where you wish the developers gave you a bit more direction. Uh, when you do figure out, when you get stuck, and then you figure out where you're supposed to go, for me, it never really felt like I figured it out. It almost feels like I stumbled upon the solution. Uh, and that's not like the puzzles. That's more along the lines of where am I supposed to go now? At one point, I was I was streaming and I was going back and forth over this same kind of loop over and over again. And I was like, I don't know where to go. And one of my one of the people in chat, uh, they said, uh, well, why don't you try this area? And sure enough, they they pointed out something. They were like, it looks a little bit lighter, but it was so 
like the difference in color was so small that that I just didn't notice it myself. And again, that's because I'm streaming and I've got three monitors in front of me and I've got a bright light uh, overhead. Uh, so it made it harder to see the distinct colors. That's why I think it's better to play this game in the dark uh, with headphones on. I think that you'll have a lot of fun with it. It's not a perfect game. It certainly has its drawbacks, uh, and I'm still working through the game. But so far, I would say it's well worth the $9.99 price tag. So I, I think that Mixed Bag Games uh, did a great job on Forma 8, and I would definitely recommend it to you. Just make sure that you understand what kind of game you're getting into. I feel like they would be better off if they had like a 10-minute demo on the eShop. With a 10-minute demo... They would sell a lot more, I think, than without having a demo on there. Anyway, uh, that has been my review of Format 8. Uh, if you are looking for ways to support the podcast, you can head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash support. And if you have any uh, topics that you want me to discuss, make sure you email me or get me up on Twitter or uh, you can call uh, all of those things can be found at my website, but uh, it's usually Run Jump Stomp. And the phone number is 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. And uh, let me know if you've picked up Forma 8 and if you've enjoyed it. And uh, that's it for today, and I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Witchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere they like to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep, even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible.